0: Daring adventurers, dastardly villains, and dangerous climbs. This is Brutal Critical. Welcome back to Brutal Critical, everybody. I am your illustrious DM, Michael Merritt. And with me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers.
1: Playing Foster DeLir, we have Sam Kapik. Nine out of ten psychologists agree that he is the boy. (laughs) And the other one lost his license.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Playing Sigander Erlingson, we have Gordon Proctor.
2: I'm wearing my fanciest shirt.
0: It's a point doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean anything. I'm just wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> playing, playing Yora and a We have Savannah Merritt
3: with a 4.7 rating on Yelp, and that last point three per, uh, points I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get that.
2: <laughs> What's your Uber rating?
3: Ooh, uh, that's a 5.0 baby. Platinum.
2: So you're not a disorganized drunk. Got it.
3: No, I'm very polite. I sit there. Oh, how are you? How's your night?
0: Can we get McDonald's? No. Okay.
1: (laughs) Welcome back, guys. How are we doing this week? I am Mm -hmm. excited to get back into the action after two rather lengthy downtime episodes. Well, the action's coming right now good immediately what how we're just talking with John
0: yeah let's let's fucking give it to him he came for the
1: smoke
2: (laughs) and he got the fire
1: this man's gonna Uh. catch these hands
0: (laughs) alright so where we left our characters was after several religious events occurring One being the burial of Garn, the dwarf, via the Forge clerics. An interesting and heavy ceremony. And then the attempt by Yora to get into contact with her goddess. And instead, getting into contact with the Raven Queen. The Raven Queen revealing several truths... One, that no one can communicate with their gods because this is Oral the Frostmaiden's realm. Two, that the chess piece that she thought controlled the soul of her father, the phylactery for the lich that is Ilmaner Crestworn, contains someone else's soul and that Ilmaner is not a lich. Which confused poor Yora. And three. That John, the 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 dude <laughs> from the Castle of the Occult, has been following them.
1: And I liked John we... better when he was dense. I yeah, liked him better stupid. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's where we find our lovely outcasts being confronted by John, who is not wearing peasant's clothes anymore, but is in a full suit of dark armor, eyes aflame. He carries a large kite shield with a black raven emblazoned on it, and a spear that is wreathed in purple flame. Yeah, that's about right. I say spear. It's actually like a glaive, kind of. It's got a big, long blade on it. A halberd? No. (laughs) Halberd's like an axe spear. Uh, Uh, This is like a glaive. It's like a sword sword on the the stick. It's a sword spear. And that's where we pick up, uh, my lovely adventurers. Take it away.
1: Does everyone's eyes start to glow around here? Is that a theme? <laughs>
2: it's no, my, my eyes glowing too. That would be cool.
1: No, ah, oh, that would be
0: cool. Now, where else have you seen glowing eyes?
1: Every single paladin in that entire city.
0: That's good information.
1: It's really not a secret thing.
0: Well, I haven't been in Brian Shander in probably a year or so, so I'm sure what's going on there.
1: I'm glad we got the pleasantries out of the way. Why are you here?
0: Well, I'm keeping an eye on you, of course.
1: Oh. Why?
0: Yes, I knew it was only a matter of time before you reached out to Our Lady. Whether you meant to or not.
3: Not at all. No, so you knew back at the castle? What? You knew that the Raven Queen was the one who was supporting us all along.
0: I... No, I know that the Raven Queen is the only one that can reach through the veil created by Oral the Frostmaiden. Have Have you been
3: following us this whole way?
0: Yeah, for the most part. Kind of uh, creepy. Well,
3: I, we yeah, we needed help a couple times.
0: And you got it. Not I was charged... From yes, from me. I was charged with watching your progress and reporting back to the commander. Beth. Uh. Yes, Commander Morin.
3: How is the illustrious
0: Commander Morin? He's stressed. The encroaching undead has him tied up, so to speak. Our order is not comfortable with the state of things in the Ten Towns and surrounding Dale. We've actually summoned several Grim Knights to the area. Some have been here for years. Others are
1: new, but they've all been activated. Well, that's a sentiment that we seem to share at the very least. Yes, the
0: encroaching undead is a problem. We were sent here to try to end Aural the Frostmaiden's reign. And in the process, got ourselves involved in quite a different struggle. Yora? I do apologize, but I am going to have to abscond with that chess piece, please.
3: Oh, that's a very kind offer, but I'm actually over people pulling my strings, Oh. so I'm gonna
0: have to decline. Oh, very well. He pulls the helmet over his face to where only the glowing eyes are in. And a whistle uh, echoes throughout the small alcove and two other forms step out from behind trees. One wearing a bucket helm with the same glowing eyes is the only feature that you can tell. Bare-chested with uh, leather straps tied across his body and covered in glowing purple tattoos and carrying a huge sword. The other is a dark furred wolfkin. He has pointed ears. His eyes are also glowing, but his, his fur is like an onyx black and he carries a large bow and arrow the arrows of which are wreathed in a pink and white flame. And he draws his great bow back all the way with an arrow knocked. And says, I don't want to fight you. We are allies, but we will be taking that chess piece. The Night Mother has confirmed, so... We must be going with it.
1: Who is really in it that's so important? They saw it fit to, uh, leave the shadows. We
0: don't know who's in it, but we aim to find out.
3: If this was so important to the Night Mother, then she would have asked me for it when we were speaking.
0: You really don't understand how this works, do you? We're going to take the chess piece, whether you want us to or not. We have a duty that is greater than anything that you are doing right now. So we will be leaving with the chess piece, and you will either be leaving flat on your backs and dead, Or, a chess piece lighter, when you can go about your mission. The choice is yours. Truly.
3: Why don't you trust us with whatever's in this chess piece?
0: Because you are not powerful enough to protect it.
3: For so long, this chess piece was all... this was everything. This chess piece is why I came up north And I don't know you I don't know your order You say that we have the same master But I was forced to take her as my queen I won't give this to you unless you can give me A reason, some sort of explanation as to what is happening I feel that that's only fair
0: But you do know us you know everyone here in one way or another and he turns to look at the large wolf hybrid guy and the wolf hybrid guy unknocks the arrow and tosses it at your feet and you recognize it's a very familiar make you had one sticking out of your shoulder on the lake (laughs) on the lake before going into Kerkonig Hmm. you've run into every single one of us all of us and he glances at the big berserker uh, in the bucket helm And the Berserker sighs and says, I really didn't want to do this. And he takes off the helmet. And you recognize the slightly changed, tatted up in runic glowing purple tats uh, on his face, but the unmistakable visage of Korra's son, Hanar. What? What the fuck? We've always had your best interests at heart. We're on the same side, outcasts. You have to believe us. Look. If you give us a chess piece, we'll help you. We'll help you help yourselves,
1: as it were. We really need all the help we can get, Yora. and if this piece really doesn't have part of your father's soul on it, and if we can at least shift some of the aggression to, and I apologize for using your order as somewhat of a scapegoat for some of our problems, but if we can shift some of the aggression of the army towards a larger, more enigmatic organization... Buster, you
0: know something of us. A little too you much of that You know that what we are capable of, you've seen us work in the past. You know that things are changing, yes? You can feel them. If we're here, if the Zentarum's here, apparently, Paladins from the Morning Lord are here as well. Things are getting mixed up, yes?
1: Absolutely. There's far too many powerful players in the north.
0: Yes. What do you think that we seek?
1: Well, hopefully to shoo everyone back to where they came from. If not settle f- some long-standing grudges that I imagine there are. I fear
0: that Icewind Dale... Uh,
1: this is this whole time it's been uh, Hanar,
0: because you know him and you have trusted him. I fear that Icewind Dale is about to be the first battleground of many, in the war to come. Mean whom? Well... What... what can I say? Good, evil, darkness and light... But the players or... participants... They're not who you would expect. Hordes of the Undead. The Great Paladins of the Light. And he says that with kind of a sarcastic tone. The Disciples of Grimhorde. We're all after one thing that could change. The outcome of the coming war. That will give us power. And to do that, first we have to stop Oral the Frostmaiden. Because, if one of the other factions gains the power that she has, or... gains the power of Levistis, We're in dire, dire straits, my friends. Or the Frostmaiden plans to turn the entire Icewind down to a permanent night, and then expand it to the rest of the plain. So, as you can see, dire circumstances. And, my friends, we never meant to. I never meant to. cause you grief or cause you to distrust us. We're used to working in secrecy. Right, Forster?
1: can't really hold that one over your heads. It's what we do. As member of Xanathar's Guild, you know. Oh, so they do know. Not surprising, but... We're not here for you. Oh, that's some comfort in some way, though I never thought I'd in, find myself agreeing with any member of Grimhorde in any capacity. I can see that fact, at least we're on the same page in some regards.
0: Yes, we're actually unlikely allies You've proven yourself to be very useful to our cause. Never thought we'd see the day that we you know Work. sided with one of the meatball people, but that have you ever seen a beholder? It's a meatball oh, with eyes. Steg, you don't you don't want to know, my
1: friend. No, they're very unsightly.
0: Imagine a ball
1: of meat with teeth and lots of eyes that's bolder. Some of the eyes are on the end of sticks. Listen.
0: Against the house of the morning Lord, against the crest warns, against the cult of Levistus. we are fighting a three-prong war. A war that's going to spill out onto the material plane before long. So we're here to guide you along and to take to take possession of that chess piece because we have been we didn't know we were looking for it, but she confirmed it and now we know what we've been looking for. Do you want me to show you?
3: Absolutely.
0: And Hanar walks up to Yora and holds his hand out for the chess piece. Trust me. Just this once.
3: Why would I? As she drops it in his hand.
0: You have no reason to. But I'll prove it. And he takes it. And uh, he begins mumbling an arcane chant that the other two take up as well. It resonates through the area. And the jade figurine of the chess piece begins to glow within his fingertips. And then as their chanting begins to rise and rise and rise in volume and in intensity... At the zenith of it, Hanar cracks the chess piece and tosses it onto the ground. Uh, there is an eruption of magical energy. Everyone make dexterity saving throws at Ooh. disadvantage.
1: Oh, Ooh. Hold on. Wait a minute.
0: Hold on a minute.
1: Alright. Uh, 23.
0: So you're sat on her ass, I'm guessing. (laughs) I
3: rolled a a natural twenty and then a seven. So a seven.
1: (laughs) Oh no! Sixteen plus seven. So okay.
0: Holy moly! There is a blast of arcane energy that rocks out, and the the energy knocks. Yora and Stag off their feet. Fluster barely managing to keep his footing. He kind of like gets lifted up and then <laughs> lands a little bit further away. Like a kite. On his feet. <laughs> yeah, like, oh! And once the bright green light has cleared from your eyes and you can kind of blink in the darkness because you're now, you've been kind of night blinded. By the bright light. Hanar is crouched next to a huddled form. Dressed in rags. Her scarred and bluish mottled skin. Is clinging to her frame. uh, Her ears uh, flicking back and forth as she takes stock of what's going on. She stands the broken manacles around her around her wrists rubbing against the raw open wounds of her imprisonment the same with her ankles her face her arms her chest every visible piece of her every visible spot of skin has some kind of scarring on it. Like she had been tortured. And as she looks up her blackened irises and white pupils stare out from underneath her, her grimacing brow. And she locks eyes with Yora. I know you.
3: Is it Galliana?
0: It's Galliana Crestwarm. Cali
3: G- and yours gonna gonna run up to um, this person.
0: As you run, you are you get really close to her, and then suddenly all of your limbs freeze in place. And you, as you feel a psionic blast wrap around your body and hold you. Galliana is also not nearly as small as you remember her. Your youngest sister is a furbolg. And you remember her when she was very young. She was very small. This is a woman. She is a grown woman now. Uh, Maybe around 19 years old. Still kind of a child, but definitely compared to, like, the kid that you remember. And she also carries far more scars than you remember. As if she'd endured years upon years of torture. And... Her eyes are glowing with a purple fire as she freezes your body in place. I think it's contagious, Stag. Start shuffling backwards. She says, You have carried this piece for so long as I was tortured for ages by gone. And now I am freed, now, you see it fit to release me of my torture at the hands of our father.
3: I- I'm so sorry, Galliana. I had no idea. I- it was- I thought that our- that dad was in here. If I had known it was you, I would have let you out right away
0: to think that you were so fooled by our father that you thought he had delved into the the adorable dalliances of summoning the undead that he had given up his his true immortality for the curse of being a lich Oh, sister, you are naive. You.
3: How have you been tortured? Are you okay?
0: I have been broken and reformed and broken again. Thousands upon thousands of times. Endless cycles of torture. Endless magical resets in a demiplane of our father's creation. Now I am free. My father cannot touch me anymore. And these beings have freed me. Hmm. Interesting. Strange. Disciples of Grimhorde. Sister, seek out Ali. I will be on my way soon. Now that I have been freed, my body cannot sustain the damage that it has taken, so I must. Ascend.
3: Well, Galliana, I wanted so much more for you.
0: I know. I know you did. But. Our father had his plans too. And now, as this body dies and collapses in upon itself, I will thwart his plans in another way, as as my soul is cast upon the astral sea, I will reach out and I will find a way to destroy him. Because through my pain I have gained power, and all it took was my release to gain access to it. I am more powerful than he could possibly know. It is what he feared. It is why he hunted you. Not to gain back his soul, but to gain mine. Now I will destroy him. In time. Farewell, sister. Seek out Ali Bellis. She is near. And... She closes her eyes, releasing you, and her body drops lifeless to the ground.
3: Yora falls to the ground, to her knees, in front of the body and picks it up.
0: It's very much lifeless. Oh. <laughs>
3: Okay, 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 okay.
1: Stag, you're gonna... What? Get off your ass and comfort her. I don't know how. <laughs> Just fucking do something. Yora
3: will stand up with the lifeless body and turn to John and go, What do you know? About Alabellus.
0: Not much. I know only of rumors from years ago of who she is. I've never met her. From what I understand, she was a statesman, a stateswoman. Yes. I've have heard tale. of a new advisor in a fortress to the south. Rumors. But to find this place, you will have a series of deeds that you must do. There's a series of things that unlocks everything else, and you will be able to find it. To find it, you will have to find the shield guardian that was once entrusted to the place. To find the shield guardian, you will need its amulet, but the amulet was long lost. To find the amulet, you will have to go to an ancient resting place of frost giants and survive the trials therein
3: they couldn't have just made it ah uh, here's my riddles 3 could
1: they oh uh, please RSVP 2 weeks in advance
0: listen The war is coming to a head. It is truly breaking out. The people of Ten Towns are now prepared for the undead, but I don't think they're prepared for the enemy within their midst. The secret spies in the night, the invisible watchers. We've seen them sneaking around town leaving nothing but footprints in the snow. We don't know what their nature is, but we know that they are beholden to the Frostmaiden or Lavistus. We just don't understand the connection yet. We are far too few in number. We will discover what's going on. But you, you need to find your way to Sunblight.
3: I'm assuming that is the fortress down south? Yes. If I do, it's for Galliana. It's not for you and them and whatever this ridiculous war is with the queen and all of this. I'm tired of being somebody's pawn.
0: Unfortunately, we're all someone's pawn.
3: Then I hope you feel like you're being played well.
0: Hopefully. I like to think of myself as more of a rook than a pawn. Hey, Hanar goes, I'm a knight. <laughs>
1: swear, and... Buddy.
0: Uh, Anubis makes no says nothing who's that guy that's what I want to know
3: shot us shot you shot me <laughs> specifically
0: is it safe to
2: infer that Hanar's always been like this mm-hmm okay so he was just hiding his his stuff? Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
1: Well, we're going to be in town for a while, and we already know of the spies and are at least going to look into them. Hmm. Good. But I guess our top priority at the moment is to make sure that Brineshander doesn't end up a mass grave. That's probably good.
0: you also have to find a way to find this this burial site of of frost giants from what I understand there's someone there's someone in the in the reged Barbarian Camp that is on the lookout there it is
1: look for Selm Bloodfang should probably make our way there also, need to see those cultist tieflings that they have in custody here in town. And if any real gods remain, one of them won't be Melisandra. Hmm.
0: Melisandra. I recognize that name. From where? There was a fire. Hmm. A great conflagration in Waterdeep. The Crestworn household caught fire. And an albino tiefling
1: was the cause. I know she was there, but I'm not convinced that she's really the one behind it. You need to find your friend.
0: She is too close to giving herself over to evil in the pursuit of power. I believe you'll find her. We have to report back to Commander Morin. We hope you go safely.
1: We try our best.
3: is gonna take an owl feather off of her cloak. And remove her septum piercing. Oh. And say, before when you see Fef, Sorry, Commander Morin. Can you give him
0: these? Uh, Sure, yeah, of course.
1: We must leave.
0: There is much to do. And doomsday waits for no one. You hear a rustling behind you and as you turn you can see both Hanar and Anubis are gone and as you turn back you see that John is also gone
1: Why can't they just walk away?
0: No, they have to Batman
1: <laughs> hey, <you gotta laughs> out. Do They got to out They have to
0: Batman
2: What's the septum and the
3: feather thing? Beth was my best friend for a really long time, I feel bad about the way we left things the last time we went through Goodmead. I don't know if i have forgiven, per se. I don't know if I am ready for that, but I want him to know that we're not enemies.
1: If everything they say is true. There's never a better time to move past grudges than right now.
2: An offering of peace.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah,
2: For an
1: now. offering of peace.
3: I feel like I'll need more mead before I can move into the forgiveness
0: stage. Of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mead
2: always helps.
3: What should you do? Of- if- and
2: he just sort of looks
3: my sister I can't believe Yes. she was with me this whole time I think that her body was a prison for so long I think we just let it rest. It's nothing special to her.
0: In fact, it's kind of a source of pain for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She ascended.
3: So, uh, yours gonna take the body and kind of... Oh, is there, like, a rocky outcropping nearby?
0: Um, or, like a hill? You're on a hill right now. Mm.
3: You will just roll the body down the other side, <laughs> um, in the opposite direction of Brian Shander. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy
2: shit! I was thinking like For... build a pyre or something and just burn it, get rid of it. But no.
3: Oh no! What? I was I was thinking the the wild animals could have at it. You know oh. they need food.
2: Fred does not need any more food.
1: No, Fred can go fuck himself. (laughs) Symbolism be damned to go to the wolves. (laughs) 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 Fuck you, emotional scene. Get out of here.
0: Yeah, holy shit. Wow. Uh, That was... I was not expecting callousness from Yora.
3: (laughs) That wasn't callous. She's gone. She
2: rationalized it. It makes sense.
1: Yeah it I was just it very startling. Steak, <laughs> steak first, we're like what the hell what the f- quick
0: aside here the Reged nomads which is your first stop here well is 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 the first stop in this chain of events that needs to happen to get to sunblight as mm-hmm. as the uh, Grim Knights told you is in the north, to get out there, you're basically going to have to travel towards Kelvin Kern and past it, which means you have to travel through the Dwarven Vale. Mm. Which
2: means um, we have to potentially run into whatever that thing was,
1: Spooky Boy, quote-unquote Weeper is.
0: Uh, spooky bitch. Yes, yeah, so you're looking for Selm Bloodfang in the Regged Barbarian primary camp. And to do that, you'll basically have to go through you know, the Dwarven Vale. So you guys can get whatever you need done in Brian Shander because you are once again leaving the Ten Downs. That we We're getting are, shooed out by the story. Shoo! Go on. Yeah. Follow well, my we... plot hooks, damn it. <laughs>
1: don't we have I a siege a to fish. handle
2: first? Yes, we do.
1: You have to what? Don't we have a siege to handle first? Maybe you do know, They
0: they're just prepped for an invasion by the undead. Oh, right. okay. Don't know when
2: it'll. Undead going to invade? Oh.
0: I don't know. They probably wouldn't have let you let you leave if there was signs of the undead in the area
1: we can handle a few undead speaking of undead we should let the speaker know that the Battlehammer clan is gone in the north mm-hmm.
3: as long as we get off of this hill Absolutely. this is officially my least favorite hill <laughs> all of ten towns
1: yeah watch that be the no. one thing the raven queen tells saloon for free Fuster says <laughs> as he starts walking away
0: I'll give you this one moon mother shit your follower does not uh, does not enjoy your hill That's what I'm saying <laughs> you put that hill there for her and she doesn't enjoy the hill you fucking
2: shit talking <laughs>
0: raven hoe <laughs> <laughs> so she's, so what she exists for. Uh, I'm aware. Why is the Raven Queen just a gossip
1: girl? <laughs> XOXO, Raven Queen. <laughs> but, yeah, we should go let the speaker know as quickly as possible. And if the both of you want to rest, I can go talk to the tieflings that they have captive. Or if you want to come with me. It is getting late though. And if we all want to handle the spy thing.
2: We'll rest so that
3: I can handle the tracks of the spy. Alright. And I can rest as well. Or do you, I mean, do you want support? Do you need support?
1: I honestly don't know, Yora. I couldn't tell you. I'm going to turn to you and say, Do you? <laughs> I, that's why I said I don't know.
3: Wait, Steg, did you say that to Yora or yeah. Wester? Oh. oh. Very, very much so, I think. I actually, Wester, I want to come support you, but I think I need to go and rest and... I'm not there emotionally right now. I'm so sorry.
1: I understand. Go get your rest. I'll let the speaker know, and then I'll go talk to... the tieflings. See what's going on with that. Then good night, you two, and see you in the morning. So you guys are headed up to
0: Brian Shander. The two of you are going to rest. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. Fluster's going to go talk to... the to divest
1: a shade. yeah she's not first stop
2: okay we're gonna walk to the city at the same time not so yeah. you can get a surprise round on a crag cat or something
0: uh,
1: yeah fred, fred is not here <laughs> I'll do it.
0: You guys are going to walk clustered together back to Brian Shander. Yeah, and then go our separate ways when the time
3: comes.
0: When you're safe within the walls and Fred can't drag one of you off into the darkness.
1: A crack cat with a hockey mask sits in a bush waiting.
0: You guys head back into Brian Shander, and go your separate ways for a little bit. The two of you are headed back to the the tavern and inn, right? Yeah. Okay. At the North Gate. Where where you ran into Garn?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that feels like for days ago
0: it really does lots well, happened all right so we're gonna go to Fwester
1: walking alone through the snow has a lot to contemplate
0: thinking over a lot and you arrive at the speaker's hall And are nodded in by the by the paladins at the gate at the front.
1: He'll nod back, not really Uh, saying much.
0: And you enter to find a mostly empty hall. Uh, You see one of the tenants nearby, attendants I should say, attendants nearby, doing some paperwork, and the
1: hall is kind of weirdly quiet Uh, I'll come up to the Mm -hmm. attendant and say is uh, the speaker available the speaker is
0: occupied currently it seems she is in down in the dungeon
1: while well, I was headed there anyways, I have permission to talk to the tieflings from the sheriff, so if it's Very all right well. with you, I'm going to head down there. Very well. And he'll make his way uh, down into the dungeon.
0: So you make your way down into the prison, to where the prison cells are. This underground like stone cellar is basically a makeshift jail. It has only a few cells. And as you enter the torchlit area, you see Devesa Shane standing in the corridor with her arms crossed. And you hear the sounds of someone beating the shit out of a prisoner. Uh, you hear the sound of impacts. And those impacts stop as you walk up to the scene and the sheriff roll comes out, wiping his knuckles with a, with a rag. Uh, You can see that his knuckles are slightly skinned, but he has a set of knuckle dusters
1: Hmm.
0: that he was wearing and he takes it off and wipes the blood from them in the jail cell. You can see a battered tiefling bruised and bleeding his clothes torn to rags and his wounds from the conflict out in the town square left untreated
1: ah the gentle hand of the law But he doesn't say that out loud that is thoroughly within the back of his head mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he'll make eye contact with the speaker real quick just give a quick nod Away from the cells. Hmm.
0: She turns to the sheriff and says, Why don't you and I go up and draw out some more battle plans? Uh, we'll let Fwester here interrogate the prisoners. I have
1: information for you first. Ah. What is this information? I'd much rather not say it down here. Okay.
0: Let's go, let's go back up to the chambers. Yes, she, the sheriff, and yourself go back up to the speaker's chambers. So, what's this information that you didn't want to have any prying ears? The dwarves listening in on.
1: <laughs> what? The dwarves and. The Vale, the Dwarven Valley. Mm hmm. By dead. They apparently dug too deep. What does that mean? All I know is something called the Weeper or the Boogeyman, is what they're talking about. It seems as though the Dwarven siblings over a black iron blade think it's some baddie from the Underdark, but regardless, if a. Uh, the accounts of a dwarven god from the city are to be trusted then Mm. they're all dead there are no more battle hammers in the north I don't want to believe that
0: the battle hammers have been (sighs) solid allies in conflicts past and just break my heart if Something had happened to them. Flester,
1: is it possible that you would investigate such a claim? In the coming days, we are headed that direction anyways, so... Very well. And I know that one of the dwarven smiths is intent on investigating as well, so we'll probably travel alongside Hmm. him if you can help waylay him for at least a day or two okay so he doesn't Um, make any poorly thought out decisions in the meantime well
0: the dwarves tend to grieve for three days and I assume that's what that noise
1: is that's coming from black black iron blades it is they finish funeral services hmm okay
0: okay as you make your way through the valley and you see, you do confirm that or, or find that it's false, that the dwarves have fallen, could you possibly... And she hands you basically a little envelope. She hands it to you. This is a, uh, a missive of sending. If you could write down the details of what's going on And the affirmation or Declination of Their existence This will send directly to me
1: Very well And apparently whatever this creature was Is now out in the Dwarven Valley so Oh good It would probably be wise to Bar anyone from entering the area Unless they have Pull our patrols back Unless they have good reason to be there But From what we can understand, it seems to be some sort of blind creature that's able to hunt with intense ferocity. Hmm. So, here's hoping it's not friendly to the undead. We have at least some wind in our sails.
0: If the undead capture this creature and use it against us, I would think that a bloodbath is not long behind it if you do see this creature obviously protect yourselves try to avoid it if all possible but if you are locked in combat with it I would ask that you do your best to kill it
1: of course already made that promise before it begins we will do our best if it comes to that Though we've already made one promise to see this thing dead, so another well. for the same. It's not too bad. But if there's nothing else I would like to talk to the prisoners down in the dungeon. We've had runners before. Means. By all means, please. Very well. And he'll take his leave.
2: Okay.
0: So you head back down into the dungeons where this beleaguered tiefling is
1: bound and kneeling in his cell. Is it the same one that we saw at the uh, castle before? No, totally different. Totally different, hmm. tiefling.
0: But he is of regular like tiefling make he's an infernal tiefling so his 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 skin is like a reddish color his horns are blackened his eyes are a little fiery like literally
1: the irises seem like they're on fire that kind of yeah when you think of tiefling this is what you this is what you're picturing.
0: Yes, this is like the classic tiefling.
1: Okay, and you said that he is, is bound and chained, right? Or yes, is bound in some capacity. Yes, he is bound. All right. Then I suppose Foster is going to open the cell and step in there. Okay. Make his presence known. And what? You're going to beat me, too, Snow Elf. First off, it's Pale Elf, and second off, no. Hmm. I find that hard to believe. No, I don't- What do you want? Well, neither of us seem to be in a fantastic mood, so I'll keep it brief. I've had run-ins with this cult before. You all have business with Levistus.
0: Yes, what of it?
1: What is your endgame? What is it you really seek to happen? If it's not bringing Levistus to this plane, what is it? Is it using his power for control? Are you all using yourselves as a mask for Centarum activity? What Wouldn't you, you like it? to know? I certainly would.
0: Look, you get me out of this place, I'll tell you anything you want to know. I'm not going to be held prisoner here, and if I spend too much longer
1: here, well, it won't go well for me, so... Unfortunately, I take payment up front you'd like me to roll persuasion on that sure that's going to be a 28 this is fine fine
0: listen well I'll tell you what you need to know but you have to promise to get me out of here
1: I'll see what I can do we have sway around here but all right understand that even if we do let you go, there's going to be stipulations. Oh, whatever. Eh, anything's better than sitting in a cell with the sheriff, huh? I fear a lot more things than the sheriff. Like what? Let's start with that.
0: That wasn't the deal. Look, this is what we're doing here, alright? We're... Well, basically using Oral the Frostmaiden to create a viable, and then his words are choked off. And you can see him, his neck physically getting crushed by an unseen force. He begins coughing, and his eyes begin to grow bloodshot and red Mm. as he struggles against whatever it is that's attacking him.
1: He looks at you almost pleadingly. Gonna roll an arcana check to see if... what's going on and if there's even anything I can do? Sure. Alright. Uh 15. As
0: you kind of, like, try to suss out what's going on and you can feel the magical energy in the room, there is a loud, resounding crack as this tiefling's neck is broken. And he slumps to the ground.
1: Wow. Well. Shit. I guess I might as well check the body. See if there's any evidence of what happened besides mm-hmm. broken neck. I feel as though that's evidently clear. Roll a medicine check for me. Sure. And I can I couple this with just searching him in general? Yeah. All right. Since there's not a lot going on, I can't imagine. Too much of a roll for that. But 15 on medicine. Cause of death broken neck yeah. <laughs> who'd have thunk
0: as you search the body uh, he, he's basically just dressed in rags he didn't have anything on him any um, crazy tattoos or markings he has the tattoo for the cult of lavistas as well as the necklace made of like the ice sword necklace Okay, that they all wear
1: and that's about it. should probably pocket that necklace just in case. Mm. Never know what might happen. So I'll go okay. ahead and pocket it. Okay. Well, at least he didn't live to figure out that I'm a liar. <laughs> and uh, I'll check the other cells. If there's any okay. there's, Do you
0: want to get your neck snapped?
1: There's no other prisoners. No. All right. Nope.
2: Weren't there three last time?
1: I thought the sheriff oh. had originally mentioned a couple of tieflings. But yeah, there were. There were. No. Oh. Um, <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I should go let the sheriff know, I suppose. There's a, a case of
3: neck snapping going around yeah, the, the basement.
1: I <laughs> hope it's not contagious. And. <laughs> Same hands and pockets, kind of dejected, going back upstairs to the sheriff. As
0: you walk up the stairs, the torches are blown out in the cellar
1: okay. slash dungeon. Uh, cellar's haunted too, huh? And I imagine he's right at like, the bottom of the stairs, Fwester is. Yeah, he and just kind of like stops as the, all the torches go out. With his dark Says, vision, he just turns around.
0: I've got strings that hold me down. And a voice echoes in the... in the, uh, the cellar. And you can see a shining pair, uh, two points of light in the middle of the of the corridor. And you can see they're kind of like twitching and and snapping, and you can hear the sounds
1: of bones crackling. Ooh, does with my elven dark vision can I make out any more of the form besides just a pair of eyes? No, but you do recognize the form
0: of the recently deceased tiefling. Its neck still bent at an odd angle and the voice echoes out, but it's not the tiefling's voice. I've got strings. Hold me down to make me fret, to make me frown.
1: Hold on. I hold on. had
0: strings, but now I'm free. There are no strings on me. And as it comes closer and like, actually gets into the realm of your dark vision you can see the tiefling's form is jerking and moving its eyes are glowing blue it locks eyes with Fwester and the voice echoes out a voice that Fwester has been hearing in his nightmares for many weeks now a voice that he remembers distinctly oh Westerdalir, it is so good to see you again.
1: Hello again.
0: I see me killing you didn't stick. Didn't suit me very well. You remember how it felt when I spilled your innards onto the snow?
1: It was glorious for me. I can assure you next time, the feelings will be flipped. Since apparently Mm. you and I share a very similar habit.
0: I have to thank you, Fwester Delir. You see, I was bound to that. Disgusting sack of flesh, and now I am free. Free to wreak terror and havoc Free to hunt as I see fit
1: I have
0: no strings on me
1: What are you, really? I know you're not (laughs) human I no, you're certainly not a tiefling And you could have me go and do research for days on end, but How about we just cut the horse shit? I am... One of the lady's
0: most devout servants. And I do so enjoy the killing. You know, it wasn't even you that managed to take me down. It was that mindless, brute friend of yours. From what I I understand, he likes to lie and say that he kicked me to pieces?
1: Uh, I don't think those are his words, you know, Mm. an exaggeration amongst the townsfolk.
0: His death will be the slowest. I will make sure that he feels every knife, every inch of incision. Oh, Fwester. It is so good to see you.
1: Fortunately, that feeling is one sided. And Fuster will walk up and attempt to bury Cold Omen into the side of this dead, alive again. Okay. Tiefling's yeah, make an attack. Natural 20!
0: You bury Cold Omen in like the upper chest area of this thing and the and Cold Omen like flashes and the eyes seem to flash in sync, and he the voice echoes out Oh You do care You carry a little bit of me with you everywhere you go this body may die but i cannot be killed so easily and the and as you drive the creature's corpse to the ground the light goes out of its eyes and it's just a it's just a corpse now but echoing in the area around you, in like the corners of the room. I've got strings, so I have fun. I'm not tied up to anyone. They've got strings, but can't you see? And then right next to your ear. There are no strings on me. And then whatever was in the area is gone.
1: As fuster stands up from this tiefling's corpse, he'll say under his breath, You better not die quickly. I want you to suffer for what you made me into. And he'll head back up to the speaker and sheriff, throwing one last look at the corpse as he makes his way up the stairs. He's <laughs> like, you better not come back
0: again, bitch. <laughs> All right. You, this time, you're you go unmolested.
1: You return upstairs. All right. And I'll head back to the room that the sheriff and speaker were in before when I told them the bad news, so I can go up and tell them some more bad news. Awesome. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be thrilled. Oh, great.
0: More bad news! Hooray!
1: So, you, do you do you just relay what what happened? Essentially, say, I leave out the information about who that was, because I really need to know. Yeah, they just need to know how something possessed the corpse and and then it attacked me. I struck it down, but.
0: (sighs) Nothing stays
1: dead in ten towns anymore. Lord, didn't you say there were multiple tieflings down there? Well, we should probably go check on the corpses
0: look in my defense tieflings are
1: a bit soft they Perhaps couldn't you hold up. that you're a little too hard on them if you're looking to get information uh, they're cultists I was
0: only half trying to get information
1: Well, regardless, from the whole ordeal, we got jack shit. Ah, well, we have dead cultists. That's always good. And how many more are there? I have no idea. (laughs) We have bigger things to worry about than cultists. That is true. There's the undead as well, which... Mm Mm-hmm. Who even knows? If there's nothing else that either of you need me for i'm going to go ahead and retire for the night sleep well i'll try good luck in the days to come god i'll need it and he'll make his way back to the the tavern and inn. okay while he was doing all this was there anything that
0: our two resty people wanted to do before they got their resting done
2: I should probably clean up the blood off that one table.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's I forgot about that. Yeah,
2: we we should probably help with that. Since we kind of <laughs> dragged him in and just plopped him up on a table.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you guys clean up the blood. Now, what is the state of the tavern once we get back to it? It's definitely like dying down. People are going... It's late now. People are going... Going to bed. It's it's probably about three in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people are going to their rooms or going home. Uh, so it's, it's pretty deserted. There's a couple of, like, hangers on. What time did they
2: say to... Uh look around for the the critters
0: skulking between 2am and morning okay so now so
1: now yeah <laughs> good rest everyone
3: <laughs> Stag, I think uh, I'm going to get A flagon of mead and go to my room if that's okay
2: I think that would do you good
3: okay cool 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 thanks good luck yeah and she'll like (laughs) (laughs) do a do like a, a salute and then walk over to the bar and order a mead.
0: Pours a mead for you.
3: Chugs the mead. Oh my. And then, uh, goes, goes upstairs and goes to bed. Okay. And, uh... get the distinct feeling
2: that's not what she wanted to hear.
3: (laughs) 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 You know, you, uh... You never know
1: Having space is important Knowing (laughs) when to give people space to think is good
2: Yeah Stag's gonna Grab an extra coat And a little bit of mead And sit outside and bundle up Just Trying to be Inconspicuous
0: But not really hiding So you clean up and kind of, kind, of, kind of st- start your stakeout. Yeah, that's what I mean. Stakeout. You're doing a stakeout. out, a steak out.
3: <laughs> Yes.
0: <laughs> you do see Fester enter the inn when he's done uh, during your stakeout. Throw
2: a head nod his way.
1: Throws a head nod back. <laughs> Goes in and so. gets a coffee and some liquor. Irish coffee. It is. Dwarf and coffee, it is. <laughs> and then he'd he'd probably come out with stag. This seems like a good thinking spot. Thinking and drinking.
0: Good thinking. Good thinking and drinking. Thinking spot. and drinking spot, huh? So you guys decide to take your downtime on a stakeout. Roll me perception checks, please.
1: Absolutely. How many? And I guess Fwester's probably filling in stag. well. One each. Okay.
2: Yeah, I assume that he's recounting whatever happened. That's a natural 20.
1: Uh, 19 for me. I imagine from Fwester's end, it's just Sefik is back.
2: Oh, good.
1: New body, though. Wow. (laughs) I wouldn't say new
2: body. No, he may be able to take whatever he wants, so...
1: I'll just
0: keep killing him Oh good That's a good
1: attitude to have He's got a a real grudge against you though
2: Good I'll kick his legs off again
1: Apparently he (laughs) thought you were the one that uh, said that
0: Uh no (laughs) Oops It's funny
2: to think about isn't it
1: Uh, Maybe next time it'll be reality
2: I'm going to kick him really hard again next time. Kick him so hard. <laughs> see what <laughs> flies off. <laughs> just every enemy you just gotta kick it and see what flies off.
1: <laughs> see if you get his a- arms off. <laughs> well, it didn't have any arms, but you put some on and then kicked him off. So, you guys...
0: Uh, spend your time kind of on a stakeout and watching just kind of the town but also the inn and with your fucking nat 20 Jesus you start to see motion around the inn the motion manifesting into the tiny humanoid forms. Traveling in little groups of three. As you look on, you see their, their clothing seems to be made out of like long strips of like plant matter and things and they're wearing little clay masks you recognize Mm -hmm. them from the one run-in you've had before they're groups of chewingas the boys and that's the boys and that's where we'll call our session
2: that's exciting
1: finally a happy cliffhanger
2: a happy cliffhanger I've been
1: waiting for this for 45 episodes yeah the body of this episode was sadness and angst. And then the and death and death. <laughs> Don't forget the death. A, a shocking amount of death, all things considered. For it's an very important where, the death part. Where where we only made one attack roll. Two <laughs> things died. Crazy. Yeah, just that. We're efficient. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just efficiency. And then we ended on the happiest note, unless these are like corrupted twinkas. Evil Twingas! Oh my gosh.
2: Chaotic Evil twinger.
3: We don't really know their alignment,
0: to be fair.
1: That's true. To be fair? Eh, yeah, probably... Chaotic something. They seem like little... Like chaotic neutral.
0: Chaotic nature. Yeah.
1: <laughs> chaotic <laughs> tree spirit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Chaotic
3: adorable. <laughs> like cute. No.
1: Chaotic cute. Chaotic <laughs> cute
3: just chaotic
1: just chaotic they don't get chaos. a second one I'm going to kill chaos I'm going to kill chaos <laughs> Um. alright guys plug your pluggables hey if you want to follow me on Instagram you can follow me at authorized entry also coming up in the next coming months uh, Brutal Critical is going to be having a second campaign run by Whoop, yours whoa. truly
3: whoa. Whoa. Whoa.
1: Uh, featuring these three goobers. It's your boy! And it will be th- set in a different system. It'll be set in the Call of Cthulhu system. So something yeah. that's quite a departure from 5th edition, which I'm sure a lot of yes. people are familiar with. It's a system that I personally enjoy, I think is very cool. And I'm sure that a lot of people will agree with me. So please keep your eye out for that we'll let you know and passing it over to the mic well you
0: can find me on twitter uh at brutal underscore critical you can also find me at, on instagram at brutal critical official uh and you can find us on patreon at patreon.com slash tpkg uh got all kinds of fun stuff happening uh, we're going to i have some swag incoming we've got some stuff to in the future we have some stuff to put in a a, a commerce place i don't i'm not sure where we're going to sell all of our all of our uh our merch and stuff i haven't decided yet but commerce place that's for sure yeah, yeah a, of a place of commerce yeah. is is guaranteed Um, so yeah, that's, uh, we just keep on, keep it on y'all. We'll, uh, we'll keep you guys updated on everything that's going on. And if you join the Patreon, you'll get updates more often than if you listen weekly. So, but don't do to stag slash Gordon.
2: You can find us on Twitter at games underscore CPK. You can find... A stream of consciousness Twitter for myself at Gordon is the name. No word. No word for my counterpart. A little disappointed there, bud.
3: And uh, if you're looking to find Savvy, you can find me at Merrily Sav on Instagram. That is at M-E-R-R-I-L-Y-S-A-V on Instagram. And, um... Ooh, my plug... For this episode, I'm trying to pick her up, but my cat keeps running away, but my plug is go pick up a cat. It's literally, like, it just gets in your brain and all of the serotonin. I mean, it's like an antidepressant. So go pick up a cat and um, just squish it. Just squish it. You'll feel better, I promise. Totally Even if your better. sister dies then you'll feel better
0: i'm gonna reach back and squish my cat right
3: now oh my
0: goodness
3: she's a squishy
0: cat yes good assuming you don't get the claws of the teeth first
3: yeah
0: yeah that's true well uh thanks for joining us this week guys we love you we hate to see you go but um we want you to take care of yourselves and as always keep on rolling we'll see you next week goodbye everybody Bye. Bye y'all. Just silence from Gordon.. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Gordon does not say goodbye.
2: I'd never say goodbye.